What is the one thing you have to build in order to navigate cancer in your life with healing and hope and humor? Hi, good people. Dr. Brad Miller here. And I was diagnosed with cancer Christmas time of 2022. And I had to rebuild my life, including connections in community, which helped me to navigate cancer myself. We're going to talk about that here on episode 29 of Cancer and Comedy, as I talk with some with some folks in the cancer podcasting community from PodFest 2024. Ready to get this going and learn how to build community? Then listen on, my friend. Listen on. Cancer got you down? Pretty grim, huh? How about a show that turns the grim into a grin? Way to go. You made it here to the Cancer and Comedy Podcast, the show to lift you up with hope and humor that heals. Now, here's your chief lifter-upper, Dr. Brad Miller. Hey, and hello, good people, and welcome to Cancer and uh, Comedy. I'm Dr. Brad Miller, and today I want to tell you a little story about cancer in the light of healing and hope and inspiration and humor all wrapped up into the context and the beautiful package of community. This is episode number 29 of Cancer and Comedy, and I hope that you'll connect up with me and be a follower of the Cancer and Comedy podcast and be a part of our community here as we seek to be helpful to you, and you just go to cancerandcomedy.com slash follow, and we can get you connected to our community here, which we're all about that. wanted to talk to you today about community in terms of what it means to me and why it was incredibly important to me in terms of launching the Cancer Comedy Podcast and sustaining it and having a purpose moving forward. I had the privilege, as I record this, to have just returned from a conference called PodFest, which is a, a conference for people involved with the podcasting world, of which I've been a part of for about 12 years now. Many of you know a part of my story. I was a pastor for 43 years, but also a part of that story is I was involved with radio much of that time. In fact, I was involved with radio all the way back to my high school days back in the late 1970s. And I've always had my hand in that and then been in podcasting since 2012, several podcasts involved with that. And that led me, I've gone to a few podcast conferences in my life, but let me about a year ago, January of 2023, the opportunity to go to a podcasting conference called PodFest in Orlando, Florida. And the unusual circumstances of that particular one is though I had planned on going to that conference, I was just a bit of a little more than a month out, about a month out from being diagnosed with prostate cancer, which had rocked my world. I got that diagnosis on December 27th of 2022, and the uh, podcast conference was the fourth week of January 2023. So it was on my mind a lot, of course, and I was going through all kinds of tests and rigmarole and preparing for the real possibility of a major surgery to deal with my cancer. And I had a lot on my mind when I chose to go to PodFest 2022 in relation to supporting some of the other podcasting projects I was working on. 
I couldn't help but think, though, what was on my mind, my cancer diagnosis, and this thing in my gut to say, man, you got to do something about this. And maybe podcasting is the way to do that. And I ran into a group of people at PodFest a, a year ago in 2023 who were involved with the healthcare world and got connected with those folks. And we had a, a conversation. And in that group, there was a, a redheaded woman there who was laughing and cackling out loud and telling her a story in an exuberant way about how she uh, dealt with uh, stage four breast cancer, not once or twice, but four times. 14, 15 surgeries, and she still had this wonderful, vibrant laugh and had an incredible story to, to tell. And interesting, very interesting person. I knew I wanted to get to know her better. And so I had a conversation with a woman named Deb, Deb Creer. And Deb and I struck up a conversation and got together. And part of that conversation led me eventually to asking her to join me, be my co-host, on what eventually became the Cancer and Comedy Podcast. And she's a great contributor to what we do here. She's a breast cancer warrior, and I deal with prostate cancer. And together, we also have a zest for life that we are not going to let cancer beat us, and we are not going to let cancer define us, but we are going to let it, the experience refine us to make us better and to live our life to the fullest. It's hard to do that on your own. It just is. And we get support from family and friends, and that's fantastic. But another cool thing is when you start to get support and when you start to reach out and be a part of a community of people with a similar experience. I found that a number of people at uh, PodFest there, other like-minded health-related podcasts, that is people who are reaching out to try to be helpful, inspirational, healing, informational, in various contexts. Some folks were dealing with cancer, some folks dealing with, with hospitals and with uh, kidney disease, leukemia, all kinds of other things people were dealing with in podcasts to try to get the word out. And I found myself really enamored with this group of folks, and it shifted my thinking that from where I was at in the podcasting realm I was thinking about to really focusing in on podcasts that could be helpful to you, my friend, People who are impacted by cancer, because what we're about here at Cancer and Comedy is about help, helping imp cancer impacted people to heal with hope and humor. But I realized that there's a little more to it than that, and it's what I would call community. I had some experiences at the PodFest I just went to here in uh, January, recording this, the end of January of 2024. So just last week, I was at PodFest 2024, so a year after the one when the germ of the idea for Cancer and Comedy came about. And I was able to connect up with a number of other people who had other podcasts related to cancer or related services related to cancer and develop a community there, like-minded people going through somewhat similar experiences and that type of thing. And I found that to be very helpful. And I just wanted to share with you a little bit about that experience, about some of the people that I met because they are indicative of how you and I can work together in community and to be delighted in the whole process. I mentioned to you Deb Creer, and she was at this podcast uh, event called PodFest, and she was there as a part of things. I was able to give a little talk about how we launched Cancer and Comedy, and I'll let you know about, about that and how you can access that talk. And that was a great thing. I was also able to do a comedy set. <laughs> we had a stand-up comedy night. I had a lot of fun. I First time ever, I've tried stand-up comedy. And uh, it was great. It was, it was great. I had a lot, a lot of fun. 
I hope you know as we go through this Cancer Comedy podcast, cancer is a tragedy, the tragic thing we deal with, and the, the comedy is not only belly laughs aha, or funny experiences, but it's also uplifting experiences, experiences put a smile on your face, and it has to do with energy and not giving up. One of the days at this conference, a few of us got together and sat around a table, and we started to connect up about what it was like to deal with cancer in our lives and what we were doing about it in our podcast situations. And I just here as was delighted me to be around a group of few folks. There was a woman there named Rebecca, and she has a podcast that deals with the loss. She's a younger woman, and she had a, she was a widow. Her husband had died, and she'd had a brother who had died. And she herself was dealing with a very serious case of life-threatening case of cancer in her own right. And uh, she has a podcast called Love Is Not Dead, Just My Husband. It's really about grief and about loss of her husband, but she deals with other things as well. And I'm going to put connections and websites in our show notes here at uh, episode 29. But her web website is widowyourway.com. And Rebecca was amazing because she had all this incredibly serious stuff happen to her at an early age. She and this group we were sitting around the table with, she had the biggest smile on her face. She had great energy. She was talking vibrantly and vitally. She had a good friend with her who was a part of what we were talking about. Her friend Paula came to this event as well. And they traveled from North Carolina to Florida to be a part of this this event. And uh, she they talked about the grief and the pain and the loneliness and the journey that's marked by strength and courage and independence. And there's some bittersweet stuff, but they also talk about some joy, the joy in the midst of the sorrow. And I just love getting to know people like uh, Rebecca because she had energy and cancer was not going to beat her down. I met another woman named Kirsten. And she is involved with a group that deals with cancer patients, helps them in dealing with the overwhelm of this situation. And she is was had incredible spirit about her as well. And her uh, website and her podcast is called BelieveBig.com. And she is involved with helping people find answers to their questions to cancer treatment and prevention, things like that. And she deals with the healing and wholeness. And she just had a delightful, so a great story to tell about what she does and how she is delights in working with people with cancer. I, I just found her to be have a great story as well. They had a guy named Tim. Tim was a great, a great guy. He his symbol that he uses to symbolize his podcast, what he's all about, is the screaming goat. Maybe you've seen this thing, this this kind of this meme or. A, a YouTube short or a TikTok thing about a goat that just screams like, ah, crazy, crazy screaming goat. And he had that logo was a screaming goat on his hat and his t-shirt and things. And he is a, deals with colon cancer, very severe case situation with colon cancer. He is, his uh, podcast is called Showing Up Perspectives on Cancer. He's based out of Pennsylvania. And what a great guy, great laugh about him or great organizer. And uh, he's involved with a lot of things. And he's a great supporter of other people. I noticed that. You know, he was reaching out to others. And a great, what a great laugh and a smile that Tim had. And he, a great guy, and for us to connect up with. And he had the co-host of his show was there as well. A vibrant young woman dealing with colon cancer as well named Shannon. And uh, Shannon gave me a big hug, and she really wants she wants to be a part of other people's lives. She wants to be involved and engaged. And she's one of those people who immediately 
connects to you eye to eye and heart to heart, really, because she's a big time hugger. And that's what she uh, is all about. And that was great. Another woman named Alyssa, who is involved with a podcast called Bloodlines, which, which is support of leukemia, people who suffer from leukemia and lymphoma. And in that she talks to people dealing with that area. She's involved with uh, fundraising and administration of that organization, advocacy and healthcare. What an energized a young woman she she is as well, and just so impressive in how she's involved with things in this world. So that's just a few of the folks there that was involved there. But I want to tell you about a couple, a couple of people, three people who were particularly impressive to me. I got to meet a guy who was an inspiration to me as well, a guy named uh, Lee Silverstein. And Lee Silverstein has had a podcast called We Have Cancer, for, and he started that about 2015 or so. And he himself was diagnosed uh, with uh, colon cancer back in 2011, and he was only given a short time to live at that time, just a matter of a year or two. And here he's still with us, and he was with us at this conference, although uh, the, the fact of the matter is he is in the last stages of his cancer journey, confined to a wheelchair pretty much. And in the later stages, there he's in hospice care. And a lot of us know exactly what that means. It means that he's not going to be recovering. He's in the last stages of his life. But here's the great thing. He was there at this conference and people were gathered around him. He was smiling and laughing, visiting with people. And he'd been an inspiration for so many people to deal with the hard things in their life. And even now he's talking about living with hope and inspiration to teach others. He's been been through a lot, been through a lot in his life, but he's hanging there and he brought his message forward of hope and inspiration, even there and here in the late stages of his life. And many people, I was privileged to meet him because his podcast was one of the inspirations for me to have a podcast about cancer and doing something with what I like to call hope and inspiration and humor. And that's what we had. We also were having some conversations around the, the various tables about a person that we lost recently to, to cancer, a guy named Dan Miller. He wrote a book called 48 Days to the Job You Love, but he was so much more than a writing a book about career type things. I had the opportunity to talk to, to have Dan on one of my prior podcasts a few years ago about overcoming adversity, and he would talk a lot about the hope and faith and to find your God-given thing in your life, and then make that your career, find your God-given purpose. And Dan was gave wrote a blog post and had a podcast in early December a few weeks ago where he said that he had been diagnosed with pancreas, just a really bad situation with pancreatic cancer. And that's a bad one, as many of us know. And that meant that he probably wouldn't be long. And indeed, he passed away just the week before this conference occurred, and many people were talking about that, about the inspiration he had on so many people, including myself, to get the word out, to get the message out. And part of what all these people did was they started to build community around their message. And that's an important thing. They build community around a message of hope and healing and inspiration. And guess what? None of these people I've talked about had given up. They all were living vibrant, vital lives to the very end. And I want to share with you the most important person I met with this week. I got a call while I was at this conference that I have an uncle, Uncle Rick, who is very ill with a number of problems. He had a stroke and was not able to talk anymore and was hospitalized. 
and trouble swallowing and so on. And it looks like this could be the end for him. He's and the the thing about I was able to see uh, my uncle Rick shortly after I got back from my trip to Florida. And I'm a pastor, and he, among other things, his family asked me to when the time comes to conduct his funeral service, and what a privilege that is to be asked to do that. But the thing I know about my uncle Rick is that he has been involved with a situation where there was a medical accident that happened back in 2005, 18 years ago, that nicked, nicked a nerve in his spine and left him paraplegic for all these years. And he was an active man, tennis coach, played golf all the time. He was a Hall of Fame tennis coach in the state of Indiana where we live. But moreover than that, always a smile, always energized, always encouraging, always to this. So he never let his health situation dominate him. He never let it get the best of him. He would be the encourager to other people, even to the very end. The folks at the facility where he lives, the staff, the nurses and the caretakers, even the the cleaning lady all love him because he would ask about their lives and he'd be engaged with them. So it is with me as his nephew and as the rest of his family, he's engaged their family. Now, that's whatever I want to bring this around to you here. You need to develop around you, my friend, and I want to encourage you to develop around you community, a community of of like-minded people who can be helpful to you. Some of those are going to be family, actual family, your spouses, your kids, your grandkids, your parents, other people in your life, your friends, your neighbors. But I also want to, that's going to be a part of it. Let it be. Encourage those conversations. Have good conversations, deep conversations about life and about family and about faith and about hope and resilience and about leaving a wonderful legacy of all those things. But also, I want to encourage you to develop a community of like-minded people. Other people deal with cancer or some other health matter or some other matter that you deal with that can be really helpful. I found it so helpful to be around a table with these folks this week at PodFast and how they helped me and I was able to be helpful to them. And there's going to be a, there's a certain synergy that's going to, that is happening and will continue to be happening as we work together to provide good news to people like you, cancer-impacted people who are not done living yet and who want to have energy. Guess what? Around that circle of people, around with my uncle, there was not a lot of depressive talk. There was not, not a lot of tears. There was a couple of tears, but not a lot of tears. And some of the tears were of laughter because we were telling great stories. And I've just told you several stories about people I've encountered on that. And I'm here to continue to tell you my story, my situation of how my uncle has helped me, how my wife and my kids and my grandkids have helped me and how the circle of people I'm developing in the podcast community and moreover in the uh, podcasting community of people who are involved with cancer-related podcasts and from around the country, around the world, really, who are connected in this. And we want to, and I want to be connected to you. I really do. I want to reach out to you because here's what I do know. Without community, you can dissolve into loneliness, to defeatism, to depression, to denial. All those things can take a hold of you. And you have to take action in order to defeat them. You are not going to be defeated if you take action and get connected in community to other people, family and like-minded people who then can be supportive and caring and loving to help you all the way. Hey, we all know that eventually this body of ours will give way to another realm. Whatever your faith-based situation is or not, we will be in another realm. And our bodies will die, and we will be in a different state. 
But until then, until that happens, live life to the full. Live life to the full. Do not be corrupted or denied by the depressive evil state that cancer has in, in your life. I want to ask you specifically to get involved with my community here at Cancer and Comedy, because we are all about lifting you up. We call it, we'd like to call our followers lifter uppers, because we want to all be involved with lifting one another up. I want to hear your stories of lifting people up. You can go to the voice message tab on our website and leave me a voice message. You can do all kinds of things that can help us know that you're about. Please follow our podcast at cancerandcomedy.com slash follow so you can get all the episodes here and reach out. We're building a community here of like-minded people, and I want to be helpful to you. We're developing courses and coaching and other things like that can be helpful to you as well. But I just want to ask you, podcasting is a wonderful medium, but in many ways, it is hard to be interactive at times. I'm speaking to you and through these earbuds and or through this screen that you see me or hear me, and I love you and I care for you. I want to hear back from you. So please reach out and we'll talk. And we'll get on a phone call and we'll talk and I'll see how we can be helpful uh, to what you're about. In the meantime, in your local community, wherever you're at, make some connections with like-minded people. Check with your hospital, your doctor, other people. There are support groups and other ways that you can get connected with people. Do it. Take action. Take action, get connected to a higher power, develop your process to live your life to the fullest, be active and engaged, and then serve others with love. You can do this. I just want you to know that I'm encouraged. A year ago at this time, when I first was diagnosed with cancer and I went to a podcast conference in 2023, I was in a depressed state. I didn't know what to do. I was very confused and upset. Started making some, some connections, and this year I was made some deeper connections at Pod Podfest. But I'm doing the same thing in my local community as well, and it helps. It really does help to make these connections of community. So we're all about here at Cancer Comedy. We're all about hope and humor and inspiration, and to be a service to you in the context of community. We love you, and we're here for you. Get connected at cancerandcomedy.com slash follow. We'll talk to you next time here, good people. Until next time, this is uh, Dr. Brad Miller encouraging you, you with the words that a cheerful heart is good medicine. Now let's lighten things up just a little bit by having our Cancer and Comedy segment, Dr. Brad's Bad Joke of the Day. Here's a great story you're going to get a kick out of. On her way to work every day, a woman walks past a pet shop. One day, there's a parrot in the window. And as she stops to uh, admire the bird, it says, Hey, lady, you're ugly. <laughs> Stunned, the woman looks around and the parrot says again, Yeah, I'm talking to you. Beat it, will you? You're scaring the puppies. Furious, the woman storms out of the store. The next day, she passes the shop, and the parrot says, Wow, lady, you are really ugly. And this process goes on for a number of days. And finally, the woman, she's mad. She can't stand it anymore. And she marches into the pet shop, and, he tells the, and she tells the owner that if that parrot calls her ugly one more time, she'll have that man 
the shop owner charged with harassment and sue him for every cent he's got. And the shop owner, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I promise I'll never do it again. The next day, as she passes the shop, the parrot says, Hey, lady! The woman stops in her track, turns, and stares intently at the bird. And the bird climbs onto its perch and starts swinging gently, then looks away from the woman and says, You know. Lifters, let's now turn to Dr. Brad's Faith It or Break It segment. In our Faith It or Break It segment here today, I want to share with you about a community of people who came together to help a sick young man with cancer soar in his life and everybody else soared in the same process. A few weeks ago, my family and I went to the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee for a vacation and reminded me of a trip I took there when I was a youth pastor and I took a youth group down there in the summertime. And one of the young boy, one of the young men, a 17-year-old senior in high school, had liver cancer really bad. In fact, he was very vibrant and active in school. He was scheduled to be the drum major of the band that fall, but his health wasn't going to allow it. We took a hike to a place called Clingman's Dome, a very long hike up the top of a mountain. And uh, there was a pathway that the wheelchair, which he was confined to, Kenny was confined to, for part of the way, but the rest of it was a rocky path. But I tell you what, we all took a hike on that. There's about 25 youth and four or five adults took a, took a hike up that hill, and everybody, all of Kenny's buddies, said, can you come in with us? And so they pushed him up that mountain, all the way to the top of the mountain, way past where the concrete ended, and the trail went up rocky, steep, and everything. And these guys, these teenage boys and girls, took turns pushing that wheelchair in very difficult circumstances up a mountain, literally, to the top of a mountain. And except for the last few feet at the peak of the mountain, where Kenny, Kenny could see us all, there was a half a dozen of us or so who climbed to the very peak of the mountain, and we sang a couple of songs, and somebody had brought a Frisbee with them. And one of the young people had said, Kenny, this is for you. And he flung that Frisbee out over the valley, and that Frisbee soared forever. He just caught a wind current and took off. But Kenny didn't, uh, he didn't live too much longer, a few months longer. But everybody remembers that moment. We know that Kenny does. We know everybody was there. I saw a moment when community people came came together to help lift up Kenny. And Kenny lifted us up too, because he didn't complain at all, and he was there. He was there for it. And so it was a good thing. And all everybody's spirits were lifted, and it was a full living life. Reminds me of the scripture from John 10.10, 10, when it says, The thief comes to steal and to kill and destroy. That's the evil one who wants to take your joy away. And, but Jesus says, I have come to give you life and life to the full. That's to give you joy in your life. That's what I believe in whatever faith perspective you come from. I hope that you will seek joy and fulfillment and being lifted up no matter what the circumstances are. And community is a part of that. When I know that Kenny and the community of that youth group lifted up one another and everybody's spirits soared in that moment. And we know that Kenny is in a good place, but everybody else who was there that day on top of that mountain of Tennessee was in a good place too, because they did not let themselves be broken by the cancer. They worked together in community to live life to the full. That's a good thing. 
That's our Faith It or Break It segment. Hey, Lifter Uppers, this is going to wind down this episode of Cancer and Comedy. Always a pleasure and a delight to be with you here. Remember, we are here building a community of hope in order to heal people impacted by cancer with hope and humor. You can do just that by going to cancerandcomedy.com slash follow and subscribing to our podcast. Until next time, this is Dr. Brad Miller reminding you that a cheerful heart is good medicine. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Cancer and Comedy Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Make sure you visit our website, cancerandcomedy.com, where you can follow the show and get our newsletter. Like what you hear? Then tell a friend about Cancer and Comedy, the show that lifts your spirits with hope and humor that heals. Until next time, keep turning the grim into a grin.